Back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the ticket water cooler, uh, Nick and uh, Rico are fighting over maybe volume. <laughs> but uh, oh, you're gonna blow out his ears. Uh, in <laughs> typical uh, June 2023 fashion, we went through a commercial break and we come back. There's a new Husker commit. <laughs> Rico, you got the information on the latest Husker commit. Yes, Carlin Jones of Bay City, Texas, a defensive lineman, 6'3, 270, a three star coming out of Texas, joins Nebraska. That's it. That's all yeah. I got on Carlin Jones. Can you look at his other offers? I'm, I'm, I'm oh, interested uh, yeah, at this uh, point. Can yeah. I look at his other yeah, offers? Yeah, yeah. Of course I That's can. A, I don't know why, but I'm intrigued to see, you know, some of the offers. Do we love people we love... Bother, get bothered by? Some okay. Tell me if, so. tell me when you hear another good defensive line school, Cal, yeah. Yeah. Georgia tech, yeah. Oklahoma state, yeah. TCU. <laughs> Oh, uh, they, 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 they won. The, they're not one. They were in the national championship last night. UTSA. No. Boston college. Arizona State, Houston, <laughs> okay. Kansas. Hey, these are good offers. Though. Louisiana. Okay, so it's, I mean. Maryland, Minnesota, Northwestern, Oregon State, Texas Tech, Utah. It's a good one. Wyoming. Wyoming. I was going Power 5 after um, Okay, so like, here's the thing. Power 5 offers, lots of them in there, yeah. right? Lots mm-hmm. of them, good choices. Not for, a diamond in the rough. I don't think Jones. he's a diamond in the rough. No, he isn't. Um, more offers than maybe some of the the guys that they have gotten committed mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks, over mm-hmm. the last couple of days. Um, so I don't know. Like I, I think once again we're gonna say it with every single commit over, uh, unless it's like a Carter Nelson or Daniel Kalen. Um, the staff is trusting their evaluation over what anybody else thinks. But obviously there must have been a good good slate of schools there that that Carlin Jones was hearing from. So. I don't know. I mean, they need a de- they need depth on the offensive and defensive line. They do that with Carlin Jones. We find out about Caden Massey tonight. Um, so we'll see kind of where what the future holds for Nebraska. I had to make sure that I was I wanted to get his name right because I was like Bay City. They have somebody from Bay City on the roster already. Bryce Turner, the wide receiver athlete mm. who committed last year, who will be uh, or is on campus, um, is from Bay City, Texas. Yeah, I was so, gonna say that did sound a little same high school, familiar. Bay City. Oh, good. The speedster. Um, another, yeah, Texas. Another, another one. Well, I don't think Carlin Jones is a speedster. Fourth of July, truly monumental. Yeah, just leave those down. Just leave those down. Ah, shout out to Fourth of July. Another, another Texas guy, though. I mean, here we are again. Another, another Texas yeah. recruit. I know you haven't pulled up there, Rico. How many do they have from the the state of Texas in this class or in both classes? In this text. In, in this one. Class. Uh, one, two, it should say on the side three. Nope. I'm going to count them. four five, <laughs> six. Why would we look at the side where it says Texas? Nope. But guys, they're not playing any games in Texas. How can they recruit Texas? They have seven because they don't have him <laughs> does, on here. Does yet. that match up? Well, no, it says six. Okay, good. Because oh, I don't have him on. They don't have him on. I just wanted to double check. Good to, thing you go. counted. See, good thing you counted, yeah. I who would have known counting. if I didn't count? <laughs> mm? But. I mean, it's good. Uh, Carlin Jones, I, I think he's listed 6'3", 285, we said. so. Um, 270. 270. Second, technically 6'2 and like a half is what it says. But we're just going to go to 6'2". <laughs> I like 6'2 and a on, half better, actually. On his bio, it says 6'3", 285. So, um, no, yeah, I, but I mean, who goes by those? Yeah. 
So I don't know, but no, it's, I mean, it's, it's a good pickup for Nebraska. When you look at offers, the guy that's visited campus. um, And now that's 22 commits. Yeah. Yes. For this, this 2024 class, where, where do we think that this is going to finish up at? I mean, a lot of times you see the 25 range, um, which if that's the case and Nebraska gets a, a Caden Massey tonight, or they, they kind of get 25 recruits by the end of, or, you know, halfway through July, even for that matter, mm-hmm. we could be kind of looking at this is, this is the class that Nebraska has and a pretty, you know, non-drama signing day. Would you just be done? Uh, if you get to 25, you focus on the 2025 class. If you get point? to 25 before the season starts, you're just going to keep in contact with them. I, obviously, they're probably going to keep in contact with other guys just in case somebody swoops in and snatches one of their uh, commits away. But are you you just feeling good about 25? You're not going to go any higher. You're not going to. Yeah, I mean, maybe you kind of protect yourself in case somebody decommits. I mean, that, that still happens. Because you don't want to just not talk to anybody and then you have like three decommitments. And you're like, yeah. crap. Uh-oh. Um, but the other thing is, too, and again, I I, I mean, this was the, the year one thing was the oversigning, you know, flipping the program, whatever. Um, I don't know if that's going away. It doesn't seem to be. And I don't know if that's a bad, you know, there's different ways to look at it. But especially when your program's not settled, you're not you're not where you want to be. In fact, you're at the very beginning of it. Maybe it's not a bad idea. Again, I don't know. I don't know if you're, you know, morally every college football fan that likes the traditional college football scholarship offers and mm-hmm. um, chances and opportunities for, you know, all that stuff. It's, it's not, it's not, but it is kind of new age of college football. SEC has been doing it for years. Um, so maybe this is, Matt, again, uh, Brian Munson just said, Matt Rule said that that was, this is not a long-term idea. It was a kind of a year one thing, but maybe they've shifted the attitude on that, or maybe they've just seen enough kids that they had, you know, love so much. They're just saying, okay, well, that changes our mind. We yeah. want these guys. So Carlin Jones officially visited Nebraska during the June 2nd weekend. Since then, he officially visited TCU, Oklahoma State, California, and Georgia Tech. Hmm. Um. Now, as a junior, here are Carlin Jones' stats. As a junior playing up at all positions of the Bay City defensive line, Mm -hmm. he racked up 102 tackles, Mm, 29 tackles for loss, and 13 sacks. He had 102 as a defensive lineman? Guy playing all four on the Well, I know, but defensive line. yeah, Yeah, defensive line. 102 tackles, 29 tackles for loss, and 13 sacks. Um, that's a lot of tackles for a defense. He, he spoke, he spoke, all that stuff. He spoke to, to inside Nebraska and said, quote, um, it clicked for him when he was visiting Georgia tech last weekend mm-hmm. that he wanted to come to Nebraska because he said, I asked Georgia tech players who held high level offers when they were recruits and said, why did you choose Georgia tech when you could have went to a team that was already winning? Mm -hmm. And they said that they wanted to be part of the turnaround at Georgia tech. Mm. So Carlin Jones said they already had great, or excuse me. He says um, something along the lines of Nebraska has not been winning as much as they should be. So I feel like I have an opportunity to be the man on campus and help change the program around, be a part of the change. That's my goal. So there you go. That's been a big recruiting push this this year. Is you we're help not us get good. Better. You guys could be the difference. Yeah, that's always a that's a great way to market yourself. Hey, <laughs> we suck. Do you want to help us get better? <laughs> yeah. 
That, I mean, it, it makes it sound like there's playing time available. Makes make well, you feel important. You're not sugar as a staff. You're not sugarcoating the fact that you went four and eight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, it makes you're you not, feel you're as not if trying to tell some guy that that watched Nebraska on ESPN. We or were on, close. On, we we were really good last year. We yeah. just missed a few. We were just missing out on a few plays. We were four plays from a winning. Record. It is interesting, and I don't think that the recruiting approach and it changes from coach to coach. But I always felt, it, it, you know, obviously Scott Frost and Mike Riley both failed either way here. But I always felt Mike Riley kind of had the push of like, hey, you can be the guy that changes the program. Similar to this, Scott Frost was kind of like, we're going to do this one way or the other and we can plug in here. Mm -hmm. What's so interesting, like you look at the recruiting classes of Mike Riley. I would put Mike Riley and Scott Frost in a similar spot um, in terms of talent that they were recruiting because they were going some after some bigger, bigger oh, fish yeah. in the sea. And now maybe with Matt Rule here in year one, you don't see that as much. Year two of his recruiting class, but you don't see that as much because I, I don't know. Like I think back to that Mike Riley time, and and they were going after and really trying to sway Micah Parsons, and they were trying to sway the top hundred recruits of like Chase Williams, who ended up going to USC, and Buki, Buki Radley Hiles, who ended up being a five star, and even though his college career didn't pan, uh, pan out as well. And and obviously Scott Frost, he he got the commitments of of Turner Corcoran and Wandale and mm -hmm. and all that. I mean, even the guys that left, you had some bigger fish. But now here in Matt Rule's time so far, and in, in his first lone twenty twenty four class where he's the only one doing the doing it's his staff and mm -hmm. only his staff, I should say. You have a group that it's not the most highly coveted guys. It's 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 a lot of uh, a lot of you know th very very solid three stars that had some good stats, um, maybe some diamonds in the rough like you talked about. Like we think about Eric Fields mm -hmm. had over 130 tackles down in, in high in high school in Oklahoma. We like Eric, Fields. and Nebraska yes. was one of the lone FBS guys to offer Eric Fields last year in 2023 class. You look at Quinn Clark out of out of Montana, where Nebraska was the lone FBS offer. You're gonna have the haters, I think, that say. Oh well, Nebraska—they're just—they're just trying so hard. They're just—they're just going in there and they're reaching. Up. They're reaching. They're trying to just get guys that don't have offers. It's not impressive, right? But then I think you're also going to have maybe the staff where it's saying they're saying we're just going to trust our evaluation and our ability to develop because guess what? It's not going to take much to be better develop. You know, better a better staff that develops than the previous couple staffs. And it's not like they didn't go after some big fish either. You know, they they have. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And, and still are, you know, on board with some, maybe some of those guys, not the favorites for most of them at this point, but um, it is also no, worth noting too. And maybe this is just because the local flavor and, and the guys are guys are in Nebraska, but I mentioned this the other day, top 100 players that each of the past couple staffs have got um, Mike Riley had, had two of them, Tyjon Lindsay and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, Coach Frost was able to get Fedoni, Turner Corcoran, Wandale. So that's three before before Matt Rules coached the game, he's got Malachi Coleman and now uh, Carter Nelson. So doing all right in that in that area too. Although we're, we're you know you can easily get focused on diamonds in the rough that he's going mm -hmm. after because he's going after a bigger you know a, a larger swath of those guys than maybe previous staffs. But um, he's also he is getting some. Top you got to mix it in there with especially with how Nebraska has been the previous few seasons. You're not going to be able to you know you can take your swings at all of the top 100 recruits that you want, but 
based on how your seasons have gone, and I know it's not him and they were different staffs, but based on how things have gone, those top 100 recruits are going to say, well, why am I going to go to Nebraska and, you know, be the turnaround for, for a new winning season, a new winning tradition when I can go to Ohio State and just join a winning tradition and, and, and get all that under my belt and, you know, get prepared for the NFL, which is a lot of these kids, most of them probably their ultimate goal is to make it and play professional football. So you, it, what Nebraska, what Matt Rule is doing right now is they're mixing in uh, you know, a couple high higher level guys with a lot of other guys will be able to uh, plug some of these positions. And if you develop them correctly, maybe they turn into um, those diamonds in the rough that that they're really uh, um, tooting their own horn at. Well, so, I mean, you, you want to talk about what the staff has to look forward to, because at the beginning of the segment, we talked about, you know, if, if they close it out by middle of July or or are, are pretty good, I mean, pretty close to being done, they're always going to leave a couple spots open for you know, whether that's transfer portal guys, whether that's uh, late guys to the party that want to be a part of this class, whatever it may be. So when you look, though, if they're able to get a good chunk of their recruiting done here prior to the season starting, I think we're going to start seeing. I mean, and we've already seen it with guys getting offered from like the 2026 class, the 2027 class. Um, they're going to really be able to start ramping up on their their future year recruiting. Right. Because. Once again, guys, we talk about the talent in the state of Nebraska for the second year in a row next year. You're going to have a top 70 player in the in the country in in um, Christian Jones, the West Side linebacker. So mm-hmm. he, he's got 15 offers. And guess what? You're going to have to fight off Notre Dame. You're going to have to fight off Oklahoma, Wisconsin, all of these schools that you had to fight off once again for Carter Nelson, for other other in the state of Nebraska. You're going to have to one more time next year if you want to get the top player in the state and really secure these borders. And so you're going to have to be able to just get right back on it and, uh, and, and saddle up and ride it, I guess, if, if you want to continue to lock down Nebraska, if you want to be great, you got to keep fighting. There you go. <laughs> so, I mean, they already got two 2025 commits from Nebraska. It's Caden yeah. Vermas from Miller North and Tyson Terry from Omaha, Omaha North. North. So they have two of the four so far and two of the top four, I should say Christian Jones, is that number one, currently rated 61st in the country. I'll tell you what, high school football is going to be fun this year, too. Uh, thanks for listening to the Ticket uh, Water Cooler here, sponsored by Guardians of Freedom Air Show, coming to Lincoln's Air Park August 26th and 27th. More details at lincolnairshow.com. That'll wrap it up for the Ticket Water Cooler. Don't go anywhere. Happy hour coming up next.